Hey, welcome to 5 Minutes. We're in John chapter 17. We're going to look at just verse 3, which if you're part of the Bible reading plan for Purpose Claremont, this is our memory verse for this week, or at least one of them. And this is where Jesus is in the garden, and he's praying to the Father before he's going to take the cross. And he actually defines for us eternal life. See, when we think of the, the phrase eternal life, we always think amount of time. And so we think that it lasts forever, which is true. It does. But eternal life is so much more than that. See, Jesus defines it like this. He says, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. See, from Jesus' own words and his own explanation of what eternal life is, it's less to do with the amount of days, but rather the quality of life. It's not just about, hey, I'm making my life better, therefore I have eternal life. No, no, no. It only comes through a surrendered life to Jesus. When we surrender our lives to Christ and we make him Lord of our lives, we receive his salvation because we say that we want to follow him. The Holy Spirit of God comes into us and actually impacts our lives. And so when he says this is eternal life, that they might know God, that they might know the Father, and that they might believe and know his Son. And so it's about us in relationship with God. This was the whole point behind the Bible, the whole story behind the Bible, the whole point of Jesus' coming. And as I've said it before many times, and I'll keep saying it over and over, the, the summary, the summary statement or the tweet of Scripture, if I could do it in one tweet, is God with us that we might be with him. Even when you look in John 3, 16, which is the verse that if, if, it, if there's one that seems to be the one of the most popular, this is it. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. And so there is this everlasting life that we're with him forever. But there's this eternal life in which we can look at God and say, OK, I have eternal life because I know you and I know your son, Jesus. See, I've surrendered to him. And all this comes because Jesus wanted us. My question to you, are you living this life that you have with this, uh, this idea of quality? And so, yes, I get to spend eternity with God in heaven for the rest of my days. I'm, I know I'm eternally secure. I know that I'm his. I know that he loves me and likes me. I know that he took my place. I know that Jesus became the new target of the wrath of God on the cross. I know that I've been forgiven of everything I've ever done or will do. I know that I'm in right standing before God. I have the righteousness of Jesus because I belong to Jesus. But I want to know, am I living that life? Am I enjoying that life? Am I experiencing that life? Or am I just living? And what about you? Are you just living or is it this life that comes with knowing Jesus? I want to make sure that when people see me, they go, okay, there's something different about the way that that guy lives. And the thing is, I don't know if, it, if, it's, always, uh, if it's always the case. I want it to be the norm when people see my life that that's what they see. But I don't know if that's the case. I think we all struggle with that. So often my own desires and my own flesh, uh, this tempta the temptations come my way and I can lose my temper just like anybody else and I can kind of land to people just like anybody else and I don't want to do that. I could, uh, I could lose, my, lose my temper and I don't want to do those kind of things. I want to live in life. I want to live in this eternal life. But I also want to know that, that my life mattered and counted for something. See, I don't think it's supposed to be just about that, but I do believe that we're called and given a purpose. That we have a specific responsibility that God gives to us and first and foremost to abide in Jesus, to simply walk with him. And then he, he's already planned out the things that he wants us to do. It says in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 that we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works what God has prepared, has prepared in advance for us to do. And so we already know that. Abraham Lincoln made this statement. He said this, in the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's, it's life in your years. 
And so followers of Jesus, can we say, hey, our lives are lived in such a way people can see the difference and they want what it is that we have. If Even if they just looked at the way that we live, they want what we have. See, I think we should strive for that. We should want to live like that. Not fake, but completely reliant, uh, abiding in Jesus, spending time with him constantly in relationship with him, not just in a quiet time, but I mean all day, every day, just constantly communing with him in order that we're experiencing eternal life. Friends, we can do this. How does it start? Like I always say, we spend time with him in the word. We spend time with him in prayer. We get to know him and grow in intimacy with him and watch him change us and then live in obedience. Live in obedience and confession and repentance and all the things that come with this relationship with God and know that we're loved and liked by the creator. He can't get enough of us. Friends, I love you more than you know. We'll see you later.